Hi, this is Tia Sirkar. I play Sabine Wren on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Twin Suns Transmission. Of course, it ends where it becomes a desert planet with twin suns. Hey, my name is Taylor Gray, and I play Ezra Bridger in Star Wars Rebels. I hope you enjoy this week's episode of Twin Suns Transmission. Here's where the fun begins. Let's make this a bit more interesting. You've taken your first step into a larger world. The garbage will do! Nothing will stand in our way. May the force be with us. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Twin Suns Transmission. I'm your host, Eric Pfeiffer, joined as always by Jesse Sanfilippo. Hey guys. This is episode 146 of Twin Suns Transmission, and we have a great one for you. We are going to be having Mirna Velasco, the voice of Tora Doza in Star Wars Resistance. She'll be joining us later on. We also have a giveaway on this episode. It's it's a pretty jam-packed show. It's a good one. I'm really excited to get into new Resistance stuff with the Resistance trailer, and Myrna is awesome, so can't wait for you guys to hear our interview with her. Yeah, alright. So, let's begin with the Star Wars news, and just today, on August 20th, we got some news on Battlefront 2. So EA just posted today that we are going to be getting the Clone Commando for Star Wars Battlefront 2 in the month of September, which is really cool. They kind of put like a, it was a really short video, Jesse, but we did get to see sort of the Clone Commando tease that they gave us. Yes, I want like a full Felucia intro for this new Battlefront expansion because it looks really beautiful. Yeah, and we get the lights on the Clone Commando's visor. Uh, Felucia is also coming next month, and uh, we are going to be getting the Rise of Skywalker content in December. So just when you think like, oh, well, you know, EA's working on Jedi Fallen Order, and that'll be out in November, who's going to play Battlefront anymore? Well, we've got Rise of Skywalker content coming in December, so that should bring a lot of people to the game as well. So very excited about that. And EA did put their community roadmap online also. We are going to be getting a new single-player mode, which is going to be a very large-scale mode called Instant Action. And that is something that I believe was a game mode during the first Battlefront 2 back on like the uh, you know PlayStation 2 and Xbox or whatever it was. So that's pretty exciting. And then uh, we are going to get a new co-op mode, which is pretty cool. And uh, a new appearance for the B1 droid that'll be coming later this month. Uh, so there's a lot of really cool uh, a lot of really cool updates and, and uh, continuations for Star Wars Battlefront 2. Let's begin our main topic on Star Wars Resistance Season 2. And we discussed on our last show that Season 2 is going to be airing on Sunday, October 6th. And Season 2 is going to be the second and final season. So it's unfortunate and uh, I want more Star Wars. I know. I want more Resistance 2 especially because I feel like I just got to know these characters and Mm -hmm. I just got excited about their story and who they are and who they're growing to be so it is a bummer that it's almost to an end and sometimes it does take you you know a couple seasons to like really 
get what's going on with these characters. Like Tam, I'm very excited to see how everything plays out with her. You I know. know. I'm worried about her. I'm worried about how she's gonna like I feel like she's gonna regret her decisions but I mean who knows she might have found her place and be really thriving which would make me really sad too yeah Yeah, there's there's so much to discuss and we also got a new trailer for Star Wars Resistance Season 2 and this trailer gave me goosebumps the first time I saw it you know multiple times we're getting some characters that we've seen before. We're getting some species that we've seen before. The music is just absolutely gorgeous. Like, I, I love the music in this trailer. And then we get a surprise at the end. We get Kylo Ren back on screen. And what were your thoughts when you saw Kylo Ren? Like, that, I was not expecting to see him. I was not expecting it either, but it, it made me really excited, but then also really scared seeing him, you know, use the Force through hologram mm-hmm. um, to manipulate the First Order, so I can't imagine what he's going to do to our yeah. Resistance friends. Yeah, and that's, you know, Kylo does have some really crazy Force abilities. I mean, we've, we've seen Force users use the Force, like, you know, in Episode 5, Vader uses the Force to choke Admiral Ozzel sort of while he's in his meditation chamber, but Ozzel's somewhere else on the ship. Uh, you know, we've seen we've seen things like that happen where Force users will use the Force uh, on somebody that's not even there, but this is not on the same ship, I don't think, you know? No. So this was, you know, that's a pretty crazy Force power to be able to do that. It was really surprising because we see Snoke do that to Hux, right, in The um, yeah. in the Force Awakens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, in The uh, Last Jedi. Oh, yep, thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, and so I was just really surprised to see... I mean, we knew Kylo was really strong when we saw him hold that blaster bolt in the air. Yeah. But to see him kind of emulate what Snoke does was surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I believe... Kylo is going to be voiced by Matthew Wood, who does a million voices, and he he did a good job from the trailer. Like he sounds a lot like Adam Driver. Yeah, I had to ask you. I was like, is that is that Adam Driver? Like it yeah. sounded different. I wasn't sure if it was just you know part of him being in a hologram. Yeah. But but yeah, he did a great job. And we know that you know Resistance is overlapping the movies. Like even toward the end of season one things happen that we know happened in The Force Awakens, you know? So now we're getting season two, and these animated shows are overlapping with the movies, so that'll be pretty cool to see kind of, like, what characters are doing at different points throughout events in the galaxy. Right, and if, you know, things maybe that happen in Resistance, maybe it'll affect something to do with Poe and where Poe's at. Who knows? And normally they... They sort of take a holiday break when they do shows like this. So we might get like the first half of season two prior to the rise of Skywalker and then the second half after. So, you know, we might That'd get cool. some some cool things. The second half of Resistance that we saw on screen at the theater from the rise of Skywalker. So we'll see. But let's talk a little bit about this trailer. So we know that the Colossus is a ship. It's left Castellan, and it's trying to run away from the First Order. We have all of these characters, including the pirates, aboard the Colossus, which I think is going to be an interesting dynamic. And we saw from the trailer here that having the pirates, as well as members of the Resistance, 
aboard this ship uh, could present some issues. All right. I'm still trying to figure out whether they're going to turn friend or foe. Is it going to be like a Hondo situation where yeah. they just kind of link in with the pirates? I don't know. I mean, Sonara's there and she is that, you know, that that commonality, I guess. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if, if she can kind of keep the peace or, you know, I mean, Doza, he's got his work cut out for him, keeping everybody peaceful aboard this ship, so... I think it'll be interesting to see what the pirates do when we get them. It also seems like we're going to be traveling to a bunch of different planets and we see some crazy different creatures, some huge ones that can fly. We also get, like, it seems like a colony of aliens that look really cool, actually. Like, I don't know what species they are, but the art and just the visuals of these new creatures seem really cool. I'm really excited about them. They kind of remind me of Avatar a little bit. It looks... That part looks like it's going to be really cool. But all those locations, like, it just got me stoked. Like, they're going to, it's going to be, like, an adventure season. I feel like we're going to see new places we've never seen before. And I like that Tora has, like, like that snow jacket yeah. she has. It really reminds me of Leia's jacket yeah. from Hoth. It made me really happy. Yeah. I love seeing the costumes kind of change like that. And like you said, with, with Tora's snow outfit, she just looked really cool. Yeah. And we'll probably see more people wearing that costume at celebrations and oh, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just interesting because in season one, the majority of the episodes were aboard the Colossus, but on Castellon, you know? And right. while we're still on the Colossus, we're going to be going to different planets and things like that. So do they take different ships to all these different planets, or is the Colossus actually physically going to be on every single one? Right. It seems like they're looking for a lot of different things to keep the Colossus running, so maybe they have to make, like, runs to see what they can get to keep the Colossus going. Yeah. No food, no water, very little fuel. There's only so much you can do with that, you know? We get to see all these great characters come back, like Yeager and Hype Faison and Kaz and Niku and all the familiar faces. Of course, Tora and uh, the other aces. Uh, Sonara, um, we've got some great characters in this um, trailer that we see. But we get some new ones as well, and some ones that we might have seen in other places. We get Sidon Ethano, who is the uh, Crimson Corsair, that is his uh, nickname. And we see him in The Force Awakens. Finn actually almost goes with him at Maz's cantina, Maz's uh, castle. He almost goes with him and first mate Quiggled to go uh, when they leave, you know, when he's about to run away. So it's cool that we we get that connection because he was there and now he's here. I'm assuming it's the same person. It looks exactly the same, but I don't know. I don't know how things work with that species or armor or whatever. But it looks like Sidon Ethano, and knowing that he was on Taco Don in The Force Awakens, how does he meet up with characters from Resistance, you know? Right. He probably had to flee after the First Order attacked. This is where he ended up. Right. And we also get to see the um, Guavian Death Gang, which I was not expecting to see. No. So many good crossovers. Bounty Hunters now, got Pirates, like, it's just going to be such a good season. Yeah. We also get a hut. Yeah. Apparently knows who Hype Faison is. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was, a, I mean, I was a little surprised to see the mm-hmm. huts in this one for sure. Doesn't look like we're on Tatooine though. No. Maybe some kind of crime lord that is a nomad. 
Mm. or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it seems like the aces are going to be a lot more involved. Like, even the the lesser ones. Yeah, like, they had, a few of them even had, like, lines in this one. I know hype is, we've had a lot from hype phase on, but I'm, I'm excited to get to know more of them. I was ex- I thought they were going to be more of a bigger part from the beginning, and so I'm kind of glad that they're bringing them more to the forefront in this season. Yeah. Well, we obviously know that we only have two seasons, so what we get is going to finish it out for Resistance. What do you think is going to happen? Like, make a prediction for Tam. What do you think is going to happen with Tam? You know, just from looking at her face and stuff in just in this trailer, it seems like she is... I don't know. It's like she's struggling at times, it looks like. Like she's unsure of wanting to affect her friends, but at the same time, Yeager says something like, how do they keep knowing where we are? And and you know that that has to be Tam. Giving them hints, giving them clues, giving them the information that they need to find them. So I think she's... I. I'll say I think she's going to thrive in the First Order. I don't think really? it's... Really? Yeah. That's your prediction. She's... I, so what, so what does that mean? Is she going to be in a TIE fighter in yeah, I think so. Rise of Skywalker? Uh, maybe. That'd be really cool. I, I don't want her to be, but at the same time, I feel like that that story's been told already. That, you know, oh, I feel bad and I'll, I'll come back and rescue my friends in the mm-hmm. end. You know, that's been told time and time again. Not just in Star Wars, but it's just such a common storyline that I bet you will get something a little bit different. And and she's gonna she's gonna have left the Empire. I mean, it was in her family. It's what she knows, and it's giving her everything she's wanted so far. Poor Tam. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's definitely conflicted, and like you said, she feels like she knows what's right based off of what happens with her past, but then all her friends are telling her something different. And so, of course, that's going to create some sort of, like, internal conflict because these are friends that you trusted and these are friends that have been there for you and, you know, that you've worked with every single day on the Colossus. And now, of course, she has a decision to make and she's being manipulated slightly by Agent Tierney. Like, she is feeding Tam the First Order Kool-Aid. Right. And... It's hard to it's hard to make logical choices sometimes when when you're being sort of driven to go one path. Yeah, and it's I mean it's easy to, re- to like to defect from the rebellion or just like your friend group or even your home like you you can make that decision in a flash second. You can't it's not easy to defect from the first order. You can't yeah. just walk away and have everything go well for you. Right. What about Kaz? What do you think is going to happen with Kaz? I feel like Kaz is on track to continue being our hero. Um, I'd really love to see him get more involved in the Rebellion. I'd love to see him follow in Poe's footsteps and Mm -hmm. turn... I know we saw him still fall over, you know, when he was trying to be a super secret spy, but he's gotten more spy-like, for lack of a better word, Mm -hmm. just in one season alone. Um, He had so much growth, so I feel like he's going to play... 
an even bigger part. And I think he's going to be the leader of this rebellion with the help of Yeager. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, you know, we talked about the difference in tone between the beginning of Resistance and Kaz's sort of uh, change in, like, his ability to be successful with his jobs and his duty and his ability to be a spy. And I think we'll get that even more in season two. I think, yeah, he's going to slip and fall sometimes, but I think when you get right down to it, he is going to be a successful asset to the resistance. And um, he might he might even become romantically involved with Sonara. I don't know. Yeah, I'd like that. I love Sonara. Yeah, she's pretty cool. That'd be fun. I really do hope that, you know, they expand on, on that relationship. I think it's a it's an interesting one for sure because he seems very, like, even much more clumsy than normal when he's around <laughs> her. Yeah. Um, and I think he, to her, represents everything it took for her to not really be 100% on the pirate side anymore. Yeah. You know, he's what brought her to... The light side, kind of, yeah. you know? So I feel like I could see her having that interest as well. Yeah. Well, we have a bunch of other characters, and we're not going to go through each and every single one, but due to the fact that we have Mirna Velasco joining us here shortly, what do you think's going on with Tora? How do you think she's going to come out of this? Her, I, I mean, her dad is in charge of the Colossus. Right. You know, so it's obviously going to be hard for her to continue to help her friends keep order. Yeah, and I think she's not going to be able to just sit there and watch, you know, people rise up against her dad and get mad at him for, you know, not having enough fuel or food or whatever is needed. I don't think she's just going to be able to sit there and watch him struggle. She's going to want to go out and Mm -hmm. help and find resources. And I feel like we saw a bit of that in this trailer. Like, she's, she's out there. She's on the planets. She's... She's wearing her her snow coat, yeah, and she's getting involved. And I love that little that like flying kick she does, and she yeah. hits. I don't know what she kicked, but she looked really awesome doing it. So yeah. I feel like she's gonna play a big part in this season. I I think Tora is just the coolest. Like she <laughs> she was kept in her room by her father in order to protect her, but that's not how Tora be full. Tora is good at helping Kaz. She's good at helping the Colossus on her own. She doesn't mm-hmm. need Kaz to do anything, but she's there as an asset, and she's there to help the residents of the Colossus, and she's an ace. She's you know? a fighter pilot. Yeah. yeah, she's she's awesome, and if you put her on the side of the Resistance, yeah, only good things can come of it. Yeah. Oh, one other thing I wanted to talk about. So Doza, we haven't gotten his full story yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we get more as season one goes on about how he left the Empire and how he previously worked for the Empire and he doesn't associate with that life anymore, but he still has his outfit in his closet. And so how do you think that's all going to play out? What do you think we're going to get from Doza in season two? I don't know. I don't know if it does the First Order care about the Empire, you know? I don't know like, if they care, but they're definitely using it as a weapon when right. they're talking to Doza, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, they could blackmail him, or they could... I don't know. Boggles me with that one. Yeah. I think we will get answers with it, and um, I think 
I think I think Kaz and Tora are gonna uncover some more secrets because I'm not sure how much Tora knows about it either. Yeah, that'll that would be really interesting to see. And that's something that if she doesn't, that's something Kaz can I feel like help her through with you know yeah. he's not 100 percent good on terms with his dad and Tora is so I think that's something Kaz could help with you know trust issues mm-hmm. and working through that if he does you know spring this on her yeah well there's so much that we can sort of just uh ponder about when thinking about resistance season two but we get a lot more come October 6th which is very exciting and we want to know what you guys think about Star Wars resistance season two trailer if you have thoughts or uh, predictions about what's going to happen to certain characters or where they might end up at the end of season two let us know we want to know all about that and um Jesse, uh, if they want to get in touch with us about where to let us know about their thoughts on uh, the trailer, where can they do that? You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under the handle at Twin Sons Outposts. And I think I'll make a little post on each of those, um, talking about the new trailer with some screenshots, and you guys can definitely delve into a discussion on there. Okay. All right, let's see if we can get Myrna Velasco and have a conversation with her about Star Wars Resistance and her character, Toradoza. Myrna Velasco, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here on Twin Suns Transmission. Hey, thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. I'm super excited to just start talking about all things resistance. <laughs> yeah, well, there's definitely not been a shortage of resistance news as of late, um, including the fact that Star Wars Resistance has been nominated for not only a Saturn Award, but also an Emmy, which is uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Um, yeah, it's, it's super, super exciting. And, like, when I'm, like, thinking about my job and like doing the work and reading scripts and and going through the whole motions you never think about like oh this could be award-winning by the way and so like being told that is like oh wow thanks this could this is good (laughs) so yeah yeah, that's crazy right (laughs) yeah definitely so you weren't expecting it at all then no no are you kidding me i yeah i'm like you know good just trying to make voices for a living and then I think I turned on Facebook or Instagram and saw that and was like okay this is a new day (laughs) this is different (laughs) are you going to be glued to the tv during the the uh award ceremonies I I don't know I I don't know um I don't want to jinx it yeah Um, (laughs) yeah like I don't know if watching it will will jinx it or if not watching it will jinx it so I don't know yet I want to. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're definitely going to be rooting for Star Wars Resistance because it is a fantastically done show, very beautiful, and you guys in the cast and, and everyone who's working on it, you guys just do a fantastic job. Ah, thank you. I mean, yeah, like it's it really all just supports each other in the way from, like the very top from how Justin and, and even Dave um, have this vision and they just are so good at imparting just the right amount of information and and the right kind of information to like really you know sink our teeth into these people that 
exist in in this galaxy and and it's just you know we have such a wealth of, of things to pull from so we're so blessed that like we created this world for everybody and now you guys like it too and yeah it's uh yeah yeah does that make sense <laughs> yeah of course and now we're super excited because we get to take this season home on dvd starting today august 20th it was released so and then you get to do some commentary on this dvd track right I did, yes, I did. Um, it was a group commentary with uh, Christopher Sean, um, Scott Lawrence, uh, Brian Brenner, and then me. <laughs> I'm like trying to envision all of us sitting there, and it was just so much fun. And like, it was. We even told each other, it's like we get to wake up and like be in our pajamas and be in our comfy chair and watch a big screen show of us and get to comment on each other and have fun and joke at a at each other's jokes and laugh at each other's laughs and it was so fun <laughs> so please watch it and please <laughs> take it home <laughs> it's so fun to just to uh, like experience these episodes as a fan and have some value <laughs> in what we say about it and like be able to reminisce and create this almost a scrapbook experience um in a dvd for everybody so please watch <laughs> Yeah, I picked up my copy of uh, season one this morning, and I opened it up, and everything is just so nice, nicely laid out, and everything in there. Like all the the discs look sleek. They've got this like white uh, look to them, and the the packaging is just awesome too. So, highly recommend just, it. You know, Star Wars really has the whole brand down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we just make really good products too, guys. Yeah. <laughs> So I, we, we've talked a little bit about, uh, like, you know, some of the other shows like Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff. Um, and a lot of times the voice actors, they become sort of like a family. And you guys have been working on a couple seasons now of Resistance. Has it sort of become like a family to you guys as well? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, like we, every time we see each other, we in this voice acting world, I feel like we don't get to see each other as much as we want to. But mm. when we get this opportunity to just like see each other in passing right now, um, Christopher, Susie and I get to see each other because we're finishing up season two. And so we walk across each other in the hallways and we're like, oh my God, I miss you so much. I want to just talk <laughs> all the time. And like, it, it is very much this, I... I feel like we lived these lives in our own little spaceship as well. <laughs> and and it wasn't just like a, a cartoon that we made, but really this experience of like being in our own shuttle, being in our own like world that we were creating and then knowing that, oh, we, we actually, we were thinking the same pretend story in our minds and, it, and I miss you so much. And like on top of it, just being able to experience our, our group sessions together and going to celebration together was just like, oh, can we get the band back together, guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of celebration, this was the first place that I got to meet you and see you up on stage and have you guys talk about resistance and that resistance panel, like everybody just seems so excited. Donald just running around the whole like convention hall room and everyone just had, it seemed like had a great time. What was your experience like at celebration? Like, tell me about that. Oh, I was just blown away with all of the love um, from 
every cosplayer, from every fan, from every child, from every adult. Um, I I just wanted to be there to soak it all in and to just kind of watch everybody love what it is that like inspires us. And um, I just took away how much love and how much passion there is behind these stories and like yeah, I, I remember going home and just being so tired because I'm born and raised Angelino. I love the Midwest. I just can't get on the same time schedule. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, like I got home and, and I, you know, wrapped my arms around my, my favorite blankie and my partner and I just sobbed because I was like everyone there was just so kind and beautiful and, and this, even the people that this was a job for them, it didn't it didn't feel like it was a job because we've all just are sharing this love or even just this gradual understanding of like, I respect that you love Star Wars that much and that these storylines and these characters have shaped us and have shaped mm-hmm. you. And and that was like, oh man, I, I, I want to live in that kind of world every year. <laughs> I want to live in that kind of world every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean... Star Wars has shaped so many of our lives, you know, growing up, and it, it's more than just a story. It's it's a part of who we are, and we've learned our lessons from Star Wars. And you know, for me, I got bullied as a kid, and I would come home from school and I'd have Star Wars. You know, so it it really has has shaped who we've become. And now you are a part of that universe, and people are going to be watching. Tora Doza on screen and coming home from school and getting inspired by her. So and that's it's awesome. like, yeah, like that, that to me sends like chills down my spine because that's what I did at a hard day at school, you know, like I was the only little Mexican kid in my school at, a, at one time. And so, yeah, I got bullied a ton and coming home and knowing that like, yeah, there were there were characters. There was Star Wars. There was Leia, who was who you know maybe she got locked up too because of some misunderstanding. <laughs> but yeah. the point was that like she kept fighting and and that like yeah and like oh that just sends shivers down my spine that I wasn't the only one that was feeling that <laughs> and that I'm not the only one that that has this deep connection to to Star Wars. <laughs> And Tora is such a amazing, bubbly, happy character, much like you seem to be. And she grows with Kaz over the show, and they become really close. Is there favorite moments that you have of being Tora on this season? Oh my God! Uh, every moment. She, they gave me uh, Justin and uh, Justin Ringe, who worked with me so much, and uh, Mary Elizabeth Glenn, who worked with me so much uh, with this role. Like there, I every moment I think of in the booth, there they were there, just kind of directing me as well as they could and taking their time with every line that I had, which you know, when you watch it all together, you're like, okay, oh, it moves so fast, and, and we were working so quickly, but, like, the fact that we were able to take our time with Tora and figure out that, like, it's okay to be bubbly, <laughs> and it's okay to be silly, and, and to laugh off tension, um, and to kind of, like, give that 
its space is my favoritest moment as an actor. <laughs> and then um, as just the character, like, gosh, she's she's learned how to be so cool so much quicker than I did. <laughs> like, she, just, she learned how to own herself so much quicker than I did. And I think that that is such an amazing thing that was able to be conveyed, not just with my voice acting, but with Tora's animation and and the way that they were able to build the world around Tora and to be able to make a way to like see how effortless it is for Tora to live in this world and this space ship in in um I'm, I'm moving ahead uh <laughs> Colossus is a spaceship and then recognizing like oh she's totally comfortable on that too and that's you know because the way that she was born and raised of course this is all easy for her and this is her life and this is how people in this world can move and and like seeing her little bobbiness and happiness about it made me happy to know that like oh yeah she also feels joy about this. I'm like, I do too. And I feel so joyful that I get to build this for people. So those are my favorite moments. <laughs> You're literally the perfect person to play Tora. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So we get... Agreed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we just got the premiere date for season two, October 6th on Sunday. Very excited about that. Um, I feel very privileged to have been a part of the Resistance panel at Celebration, so I did get to see that first episode, and I cannot wait to watch it again. Um, yeah, unintentional spoilers. <laughs> I'm so yeah. Sorry, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was definitely thinking about when we were in that panel, and just being able to sit front row. Sorry, guys. I just, you know, perks of the job. Um, <laughs> and, and watch our work and watch that episode and how insane it was and how insane it's going to be watching it at home on my favorite couch <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, watch it with everybody who who didn't get the opportunity who didn't get the privilege that we did um so yes yes uh october 6th it is a bit late uh 10 p.m but you know we we sacrifice for what we love right guys <laughs> yeah the, i always say that like the things we do for star wars you know <laughs> it's like waiting out overnight and waiting in lines and all the money you spend and yeah, yeah it's yeah you know, and it's always worth it it's always worth always it. <laughs> yeah but we also got a trailer, and we got to see some pretty interesting stuff in that trailer. So we we obviously know that you can't give us any spoilers about what happens in Season 2. But can you tell us anything at all about what we can expect from Season 2? Um, j just what I already said, my friends. <laughs> that, it, that it moves so fast. It's so exciting. Uh, it takes place... Um, right as we're going to enter into Rise of Skywalker. Um, and it's it's just going to be so exciting to see all of it come together. Live action film, Rise of Skywalker, and then us kind of merging into that resistance as well. And I'm so excited to see with everybody where it goes from there because there you know there's storylines we're we're mixing kylo ren along with our uh our uh first order people and i'm like so right. terrified like what's gonna happen <laughs> and what's yeah. that characters in other worlds um is like that's super exciting um so everything everything is gonna happen and it's this huge 
exciting culmination of this trilogy and um i'm just you know in our little way in our little resistance way i'm just happy to be a part of it (laughs) yeah well it's almost time for us to go but i do have one more question for you and then we have uh, a giveaway that we're going to be doing um before we get to that though (laughs) season two is the final season so i mean what were your thoughts and like how did you react when you found out that there weren't going to be any more uh i mean part of me still totally in denial mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know starting maybe november we'll start working again and we'll start reading scripts again but uh <laughs> you know that's a coping mechanism um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um i you know i was i was bummed too i was bummed too but i think that it it doesn't necessarily mean the story's over, and it certainly doesn't mean that this canon or or um, seeing our cast or our artists in Star Wars. I, I feel like that's that's going to happen no matter what. Like you guys are stuck with us <laughs> uh, because we are family, and I think that whatever happens, we're we're in good hands. And and I'm yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next out of this chapter all right perfect love that response that's awesome okay so we have a giveaway so jesse why don't you tell people how we're going to be running this this giveaway so if you want an opportunity to win a Doza action figure what you can do is go on any of our social media platforms so that's facebook twitter or instagram and what we need you to do is private message us or DM us the code phrase that Myrna's going to say. And once we receive your code phrase, we'll let you know we've got it and we will add your name to our list. And at the end of the week, we will randomize who is going to win our Torah action figure. All right. And like Jesse said, this must be a private message to one of our social media platforms. Um, If you comment with the code phrase, other people will be able to see it and your comment will be deleted. So we don't want people to uh, to, you know, spoil anything. So um, Mirna, what is the code phrase? Buggles is loose inside Doza Tower. So you can comment with our code phrase all the way through this week. So a week from today, which will be September 2nd, um, that is the day that we will cut off all entries of the code phrase. And I will put all your names into a random generator and we will see who wins from there. All right. May the force be with you, everybody. All right. Thank you so much, Mirna, for joining us here on Twin Suns Transmission. We know your schedule is very busy and we know you have a lot going on and we appreciate you taking the time to join us. No, no. Thank you, Eric, for having me. It has been my absolute pleasure. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'm so excited for whoever gets to win the Toradoza um, action figure. I was just thinking, (laughs) Instagram it to me, please, at Mernzilla. Yeah, I'll see you guys there. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. It was so much fun talking to Myrna Velasco. Like, she's just, she makes you smile, you know, because she laughs and she's just all about Star Wars Resistance and it just seems like She's happy about everything and positive, and, you know, she's the perfect person in my mind. We said in the interview, 
to play Tora. She is. She's just so bubbly and happy, and just hearing how she felt about Star Wars Celebration was just everything about how I felt about it, so I found that really relatable. She's really cool. Yeah. And I went up to meet her after the Celebration Resistance panel, and, you know, you you pre-order the autograph, so I already knew I was going to meet her, and I was pretty excited about it, but... Then when I got up to the table, it was literally, I believe it was on Monday, so it was the last day of the show, and things were about to like close, like people were getting ready to go, and I had one more autograph to get, and it was Mirna Velasco, and I went up to her, and I got uh, an autograph, and she was nice enough to take a picture with me, like, you know, that was something that, you know, to get a professional one done, you'd have to go through, like, the photo op right. thing, and... So she was really nice about it, and she did a, a quick uh, little quip for Twin Suns Transmission, and she was just so excited the whole time. Like, she was happy and excited, and she stood up at her table. Like, she wasn't just sitting down the whole time. You know, she was she was an absolute pleasure to have met. So if you guys ever have the opportunity to meet her at the shows, I think she's, she's a good one. She's going to be someone that you want to meet. So that will pretty much do it for this episode. Uh, before we go, though, I do want to mention that we are just about done with Thrawn Treason in the Twin Suns Outpost Book Club. If you want to join us uh, for some really cool Thrawn discussion, um, there's been some really interesting things, and I can't tell you how impressed I am how much Rebels and this Thrawn book are sort of interweaving. We were watching um, one of the episodes the other day, and like they they just mesh so well. And I'm I'm excited to get further in the book. So, yeah, if you want to have some cool Thrawn discussion with us, go on over to the TSO Book Club page on Facebook. Join that and uh, discuss some books. And we have our book for September. So, Jesse, what is our September book? So our book for September is going to be Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Black Spire by Delilah Dawson. All right, I'm very excited about that, and considering the fact that I will be going to the opening of Galaxy's Edge at Disney World, uh, this is a perfect tie-in, so maybe I'll see the main character, Vi Marathi. That'll do it for our episode 146 of Twin Suns Transmission. Jesse, before we go, can you tell people once again where to find us on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under the handle at Twin Suns Outpost. And if you enjoy our show, you think we're pretty wizard, we would really appreciate it if you guys would give us a thumbs up, like our podcast on all of our different platforms. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Store and the Star Wars Podcast app. If you could just give us a good rating on there, we would really appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to our episode. And as always, may the Force be with you. You're listening to Twin Suns Transmission. This is Mirna Velasco as Tora Doza signing off. Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels. You've been listening to Twin Suns Transmission, an exciting show where sand gets everywhere. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Twin Suns Podcast Network. May the Force be with you, always. It's controlled by the hut. 
I'll beat you to rendezvous point on Halloween. You're starting to do a murder to me, I think.